again, everyone, and welcome to Daily in the Word. I am your host and teacher, Rich Chassie. Today we are closing out John chapter 5. Jesus will be finishing his conversation with the religious leaders after his healing of the lame man at the beginning of chapter 5 at the pool of Bethesda. And they're having a conversation about who Jesus is, and Jesus is saying that he is of the Father, that he is one with the Father. And today we learn of the importance of the word testimony or witness. It is important in John's writings, and we will see that today. So John chapter 5, beginning in verse 31, will go until verse 47. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies in my favor, and I know that his testimony about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. Not that I accept human testimony, but I mention it that you may be saved. John was a lamp that burned and gave light, and you chose for a time to enjoy his light. I have testimony weightier than John. For the works that the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I am doing, testify that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. You have never heard his voice nor seen his form, nor does his word dwell in you, for you do not believe the one he sent. You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. I do not accept glory from human beings, but I know you. I know that you do not have the love of God in your hearts. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me. But if someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe since you accept glory from one another? but do not seek the glory that comes from the only God. But do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom your hopes are set. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But since you do not believe what he wrote, how are you going to believe what I say? Jesus here spoke of the testimony that he could give about himself but he knew that these religious leaders would not accept his own testimony about himself. And so he refers to the testimony of several others. First, John the Baptist, and then God the Father, and then the testimony of the Old Testament prophets, particularly Moses. And he claims that all of them testify that Jesus is indeed from the Father, that Jesus is the heralded Messiah, the one that they were to be looking for, but because they did not have the love of God in their hearts, as he states, they did not recognize that he was from God. The testimony that Jesus is talking about here is something that's very important in John's writings. We see it here. We see it a number of other places, John chapter 1. We see it in 1 John chapter 5 as well. John's writing about the testimony, the witness of those who would say, yes, this is the Son of God. Yes, this is the Messiah that we were to have been looking for. 
And John had come not as the light himself, but as a reflection of that light. Jesus refers to it as a lamp here that burned and gave light. And for a while, the people of Jerusalem and even the religious leaders enjoyed that light. They had accepted his testimony. They they kind of basked in his preaching, even though it was hard preaching, and he called the people to repentance. There was a, a sense that could this be the time that Messiah would be revealed? And then he moves on from John's testimony in verse 36. For the works the Father has given me to finish. This, this speaks to the miracles of Jesus. And as important as John's testimony was, John's testimony did not include these miraculous works. His was a ministry of preaching and proclaiming that the Messiah was coming and the Messiah had indeed come. John had pointed to Jesus as being the Lamb of God, the Messiah who was to come. But now the works of Jesus, the works that the Father had given Jesus to do, these miraculous things that Jesus was doing, these signs that the Apostle John was pointing to as he writes the Gospel of John, and the Father who sent me, Jesus says in verse 37, the Father who sent me has himself testified concerning me, and it was through these miracles. These miracles were an indication of who Jesus is. Now, the Father's witness was very important, and we see it throughout the gospel testimony that it could have included the time of Jesus' baptism, where we see the testimony of God the Father saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. It was also seen at the Mount of Transfiguration, where the three disciples, James, Peter, and John, were able to witness Jesus in his glory. It happened again toward the end of Jesus' ministry at the triumphal entry as he rides on this donkey into Jerusalem and the people celebrate him as the Messiah. Also the works, the miracles, as Jesus points out here, but also the idea, and we see this here, we see it also in 1 John 5, the testimony of what is in people's minds and hearts as the Holy Spirit bears witness within us that Jesus is indeed the Son of God and is worthy to be praised and worshiped, worthy to be accepted as our Savior and Lord. This is the inner work of God as the Holy Spirit does a work in us to transform our minds and our hearts to receive this gift of eternal life that he wants to give us, that he calls us to. And we trust that testimony. We trust that light that has been revealed within us when we come to faith in Jesus Christ. He talks about how these religious leaders study the scriptures, verse 39. They study diligently, thinking that studying the scriptures gives them eternal life. And the idea that when we study the scriptures like we're doing now, that that somehow gives us a bonus with God, that that somehow gives us blessings before God. And and it's not. The study of scripture is not the end itself. It is the means to an end. The scriptures have been given to us that we might know him, 
that we might know God. And it is through the scriptures that we can know the heart and the mind of God. And so it's not the act itself that makes us holy or makes us better. It is us being able to know God. That is what we're after as we do this. He goes on to say in verse 41, verse 42, that they did not have the the love of God in their hearts. It was the love for God that he was talking about. They had rejected Christ, and if they had the love of God in their hearts, they would have accepted him. If they have the, the love of God in their hearts, they would not have accepted these false teachers, these false prophets. And so their own actions, their own attitude toward Jesus betrayed that they did not have the love of God in their hearts. Jesus goes on to say in conclusion here that it wasn't even necessary for him to accuse them before the Father, that the Old Testament itself, particularly Moses, whom they had set their hopes on, Moses was accusing them because if they had believed Moses, what Moses had written about the coming Messiah they would have believed Jesus. They would have accepted Jesus. But because they rejected what Moses wrote, they refused to believe in Jesus. So we come to the conclusion of chapter 5. Tomorrow we dig into chapter 6, and I do hope that you have enjoyed our time together as we have been making our way through the Gospel of John. Lord, we thank you that you make it so clear in your word of who you are, that you sent your son, Jesus, to come and take our place on the cross, to pay the penalty, the sacrifice for our sins. Lord, we thank you that we have these words of testimony that we can count on, that our own hearts can corroborate with yours, that we know within us, in our minds, in our hearts, in our very being, that you are indeed our Messiah, our Savior. And Lord, we can know that we are saved. Thank you for that assurance. Thank you that we can know. And thank you that we can give testimony ourselves to those around us about what you have done in the world, in our lives, in the lives of our family, and our church family. Lord, we love you. And we thank you so much for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's going to do it for today in John chapter 5. Join us tomorrow as we start looking at John chapter 6 together. In the meantime, I hope you guys have a great day. And we look forward to seeing you again here on Daily in the Word.